This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, June 30th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm actually gutted, Dylan. You're gutted? Yes. What are you gutted about, specifically? Softball playoffs. Softball playoffs. We're not good, huh? Do we want to talk about it now, or do we want to tease it to the end of the show? You're the host. I I kind of want to tease it to the end of the show, but I feel like you're burying the lead here, or, or they're kind of telling us how it went, but you're gutted, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll get that story at the end. You have to, if you want your hot softball updates, you'll have to stay to the end. But I want to hear. I have not heard what happened, so getting that update too. Mm. Matt, do you have any not softball stuff before we get into this? Dylan, as you know, the the Cubs are in Washington this week. They are. And there was like nothing but news coming out about Mr. Montero. Not just that. Was it Albert Almora as well? Uh, I didn't hear about Albert Almora. It, it, at the at the White House? No, I missed this. What did Albert Almora get up to? There, there was a picture going around online of, of him appearing to give Donald Trump the finger. <laughs> I missed that one. Okay. He tried to like sneak it into the uh, the group photo. It's what it looks like, but it I don't, if you actually like like look, there's like two fingers there. It just looks like there's one. Somebody photoshopped it, maybe. No, it wasn't photo. It just it just it. It's it's hard to make out the the index finger and you clearly see the middle finger, but it, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're both there. If you actually like go like look for the photo, I miss this this conspiracy, huh? Of if he's a third grade rascal or whatever. He actually had to like make efforts to like debunk it, like say like no, actually I, I didn't do that to the president. No. Yeah, I definitely in second grade or so ruined a class photo. My buddy and I where we stuck our tongues out. We thought we were real funny then. It's like seven-year-olds. That was a thing. Sure. I missed that. And then, yeah, this Miguel Montero stuff. I was going to say I did not have a hitter on Thursday because I picked Dwight Smith Jr. against Ubaldo and he didn't play. Okay. I picked Miguel Montero against Joe Ross. He definitely didn't play. Nope. have Austin Jackson against Martin Perez. He was hurt. And your boy Eric Sogard did not get in on the Homer Fest against Homer Bailey. So I was left without a guy, including Montero, on Friday. But yeah, that Miguel Montero drama. Not the first time he's been involved in team drama either. No, he, he there was there was an issue during the during the parade, I think. He he got kinda of salty about his lack of playing time. Well, going back, do you remember his rap battle with Trevor Bauer or whatever? Oh, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, they didn't like each other when oh, Bauer was a D-back. So. Right. Yeah, that was Miguel Montero. Yeah, that was a thing. All right, well, let's look at uh, some picks for the weekend, Matt. We'll get into it, because there's some interesting stuff going on, for sure. So, on Friday the 30th, I have a handful of names here. I'm not really in love with any of them, I think. I mean, I have a pick, but I don't know. Did you find Friday to be kind of tough, or do you like it? I don't like it, but I yeah. kind of forced myself to make a pick. Yeah. So, John Gray is back, which is awesome, and he is 50% owned. He is eligible, which is cool, and he's a good pitcher. That's under-owned for him. He's going to Arizona. No way, right? 
can't do that. No, I'm not making that pick. If it was any, anywhere else, I'd probably think about it, but no, I just... No. That's a real tough place to land right off the disabled list, for yeah, sure. Agreed, they can hit. Your boy, Mike Montgomery, is going to Cincinnati. He's been pretty decent. He's up to 44% owned, but the Reds can kind of hit lefties. I like it okay. I, I might go with it, but that's not that easy of a matchup, right? That's my pick, but you're right. It's not the best matchup. I think it's my pick, too, but it's, yeah, it's not great. I'm not pumped about it. Your boy Austin Biebens Dirks is going to go face the White Sox, <laughs> so he's still in. Last time he went seven innings, one run in Yankee Stadium. His ERA is 3.68. He's striking out about five per nine. Nothing special at all, but if you just did that to the Yankees, there's a chance he'd be okay against the White Sox. He has not been awful, but there's just not much upside there, right? No, not nearly enough for me to... Yeah. To make that pick. A lot of downside and not that much upside, so right. no thanks. Speaking of not much upside, Ben Lively of the Phillies goes to the Mets, and he's been kind of competent so far as the is under four. He has a caper nine of 3.06, though. He had another start that was good with no strikeouts. I don't know how you can go like six or seven innings and not get a single strikeout, but Ben Lively's trying. He's doing it, and that just, I don't know. No upside there, right? Not for DFS, no. He'd, he'd yeah. actually be hurting you. Yeah, I'm not that into that. Our boy Matt Garza gets Miami. He's kind of come back to earth and been more Matt Garza-like lately. Yeah. Miami's not a scary matchup, but I don't really care, right? No, it's a hard pass for me. I'm not, you know, they don't have a ton of lefties who can hurt him, but they have enough offense you know, in a hitter's ballpark that scares me away. Yeah. You had Mike Fultonevich on Thursday in San Diego. He got bumped up, or back, I suppose. He's now going to Oakland on Friday. Do you like Mike Fultonevich in Oakland at all? I liked him a lot better in San Diego. Yes, I did too. He's very whatever. Oakland is okay against righties, too. They're above average so far this year against right-handed pitching, so... Mm. Not that easy of a matchup. I'm not sending that. I just had a few more names. Ariel Miranda is going to LA. You like him a lot more at home. The Angels are surprisingly not that crappy, and they have a bunch of righties. I don't really want this start for him, do you? No. No. Not, not a good place. If you're in Seattle, you could think about it. How about the other side of that? Mr. Parker Bridwell is 2% owned. He gets the Mariners. He has an ERA under 3. He's been kind of okay. Are you intrigued at all by Parker Bridwell? In the season, he has six walks allowed and five home runs allowed. Yeah, he's... Well, so in his game log, he's made four starts, and one of them he walked five at Yankee Stadium, and another he had one walk. The other two, no walks. He's been okay. I, I don't know. I'm not that into it. It's only four starts, and I... No. Pass for me. Keeping an eye on him a little bit, but pass for me. Don't need to run and get him. Is there anything here you like at all other than Mike Montgomery? I think... I don't love that matchup, but I think he's the most talented guy there, right? Did you mention Jacob Faria? I didn't, because he's way too owned. He's oh, yeah. been awesome. He's great, but he became ineligible a while ago. He's a 72% owned. He's wow. more than a strikeout branding. He's awesome. So, against the Orioles, you could do that. They're a little bit scary, but I trust him as a pitcher. But not for a contest. You could do that. But, yeah, I think I'm with you on Mike Montgomery, and I'm not enthusiastic about it. But you can do it, for sure. Yeah, agreed. How about on the hitter side, Matt? Who are you looking at Friday? Okay, this is the end of our month. It's the end of our month, so last chance to get some of these guys in. <laughs> Before we do it again in July, at least. Correct. Okay, my C pick is actually, I'm going to go with a 0%er at C. Okay. Josh Tomlin is heading to Detroit to face the Tigers. Mm -hmm. He's, in fact, right-handed, and 
has been bad. He's been really rough, especially against lefties so far this season. So I'm I'm looking for any left-handed bat I can find in the Detroit lineup. They don't have very many right now. But they, they did just recently uh, bring a guy up by the name of Matt Dendecker. Do you remember him from last year? Yeah, a little bit. Is he a catcher or an outfielder? He's, in fact, an outfielder. Okay, I'm confusing him with somebody, but I definitely remember the name. I think there's a, there was also a catcher with a similar last name, I believe. I might be thinking of Anthony Recker. Anthony Recker, that's who you're thinking. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, the Tigers do not have very many lefties in the roster, period. He's one of the few, in fact. Mm-hmm. And if you remember last year, we, we we talked about this actually in more than we probably should have. Yeah. How he's actually pretty confident against righties. So far this season, Josh Tomlin has an 842 OPS against lefties, six home runs allowed. He's been real bad. He doesn't walk very many, but yeah, yeah he's been But wrong. we don't care about that. That's good for us. Yeah, puts it in play. For this year, he's barely played. He's got like one game. No, I, I think he's got like one at bat this year. But mm-hmm. in various cups of coffee between 2014 and 2016, all he does is face righties. He's got six home runs for his career, all six coming off righties. Yeah. Reasonably confident 727 OPS against righties. He's essentially, he, this is his job. He's he's here to beat on mediocre righties, and that's what Josh Tomlin is. And like Josh Tomlin, yeah. And zero. the beauty of it is nobody's going to pick him if you no. take him in DFS. That is going to be... Yeah, he's my C pick. I don't, you know, I, I don't, I'm not, you know, 100% certain he's going to sneak in there. If he does, that could be intrigued. Mm-hmm. It's a cheap option that nobody else is going to have. Yep. Who else you got? We've got Doug Fister is heading to Toronto to face the, the Blue Jays. Yeah, that sounds ugly. Honestly, I, I forgot Doug Fister was in the league. He, like, signed with the Angels on a minor league deal yeah. and hardly was with them at all. And then they were like, bye. And yeah. he immediately joined the Red Sox. And they're like, hey, welcome to our rotation. Yeah, basically, which is remarkable. Mm. He's only made one start this year, and it was against those Angels that had just let him go. The mm. Red Sox picked him up to face his kind of old team. Not really, but yeah. Last year, against lefties, did not fare well. Uh, no. for, the, for the season, allowed 24 home runs, 19 of them to lefties, 9-4-6 OPS against the lefties. Now, Toronto, they don't have a ton of left-handed bats in the roster. Mm-hmm. They do have Ezekiel Carrera. He's back. Yeah, he's capable. <laughs> he's a perfectly cromulent outfielder. Uh, so far this season, against right fielders, all five of his home runs, 8-2-8 OPS against. He's left-handed. He's probably going to play against Doug Fister, and he's probably going to put up points. Yeah. No, I like that for sure. Okay, which brings me to my A pick. We've got Clayton Richard pitching at home against the Dodgers. Yes. Clayton Richards is, in fact, left-handed, and he's been really rough against righties so far this season, and pretty much every season, actually. Yeah, and the Dodgers have their share of them. Yeah. Uh, so far this season, all 11 home runs he's allowed have come to righties. 8-6-3 against. Anyways, I'm looking for cheap righties in the Dodgers lineup. Enrique Hernandez is one of them. And he qualifies all over the diamond. He's yes. back right-handed. And he whoops on lefties. So far this season, OPS over 1,000 against left-handed pitchers. Seven of his eight home runs coming there. I can't see him not starting, and he's only 2% owned. Yeah, I like that. I looked that up. I had already used him in June, though, so I couldn't do it. If for one day later, I could have used him mm. for the calendar turnover mm. and how we're doing the uh, the contest this year. But, yeah, I like that a lot, for sure. He's great when he gets in against a lefty, especially a bad one like Clayton Richard. He can do just fine. So I looked at that same thing. I couldn't take him, so I wrote is my backup pick. I wrote Chris Taylor who is right-handed and mashing on lefties. That's a full recommendation for me. The problem is that he's 67% owned, so I'm making him my my D pick, essentially, way down there. But I like that. I like any of those Dodgers there, for sure. 
For my C pick, I also want to pick on Josh Tomlin. And for me, the under-owned Tiger there, Victor Martinez is back. And he's 32% owned, which isn't super cheap by our standards, but it's good enough. It's good enough. And I think that he's better than that and can succeed against Josh Tomlin, especially as a switch hitter. And then above that, Matt, almost to an Obaldo level, I'm just circling Chris Tillman's name. It's getting outrageous. I'm bringing it up every show now, but... When I see Chris Tillman, yeah, right now at 8.39, here is his earned run log going back. I like this game. Four, five, five, nine, three, but he had two unearned runs. Five, four, three, three, zero. So, yeah, for the last month, month and a half, he's been dreadful. That's why he has an 8.39 ERA and a 2.18 whip. It's been bad. So, I want Rays against him. If you want to spend a little bit, a little bit cheaper would be Tim Beckham as 28% owned, and he's right-handed and been whooping on righties. That's a totally good matchup for him. But the real cheap Ray in the Tampa Bay lineup right now is a guy named Shane Peterson, who is 0% owned because, you know, you've not heard of him. We don't really know much about him, but he's left-handed, and he's going to be fit. This is a pick against Chris Tillman. That's all. I'm just, I see that name when I'm picking who I can get. So at 0%, Shane Peterson. And if he doesn't get in, I want Tim Beckham. Should be fine there. Do you like picking on Chris Tillman? I assume you don't have a problem with that. Not at all. I think it's, I think you're, you're, you're fine to pick on Chris Tillman. Yeah. So Saturday, July 1st, I didn't have many names here. This one was kind of tricky also. I had, uh, I mean... Zach Wheeler gets the Phillies, and I actually like that matchup for him, but he's been real brutal lately. He's led 15 runs in his last two starts, and then he was hurt for a minute. So if this were a month ago, I'd be all about it. But yeah, something's not right with Zach Wheeler right now. So I have to skip that, even though the matchup's fine. Zach Davies gets the Marlins. He's been bad. He had seven scoreless last time out. Zero strikeouts. One of those those Ben Lively starts with zero strikeouts. It's exactly true. So, I yeah, I don't really trust that. Jarrell Cotton gets Atlanta. He had five scoreless against the White Sox last time, but he's been so bad this year, too, that even with that matchup, I'm not that into that. And then the two names that I like are Sam Gavilio goes to Anaheim, gets the Angels, and he continues to be okay. But he's not striking anybody out either. There's no real upside there. I don't know. He's been decent, but I don't know what to look for there. Mm. And then I really like Tyler Chatwood, but he's going to Arizona. And he also walked eight last time out, if you remember that. So it's like, again, yeah, I it's just not quite the start for him, even though I totally do like Tyler Chatwood away from Coors. Even though Arizona is about the most Coors-like park if you're going to get away from Coors. So I think... I'm going to go with Sam Gavilio, but I really don't like it that much. He, there's not much upside here. I'm just hoping that the Angels are the least scary matchup here for me. So, yeah, uh, that's what I have here. But what are you thinking on Saturday? Do you have one of those guys? It's rough, right? It really is. Like, I took a long, hard look at Zach Wheeler. Can't do it. I took a long, hard look at Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, throwing a dart at a guy going, going to Pittsburgh. Can't do it. Yeah. Do we know anything about this Felix Jorge character pitching from Minnesota? Um, he's kind of a prospect. Yeah, a little bit. It looks like it's going to be his debut, but no, I can't tell you much about him at all. He's he's young. It's the Royals. He 
he is a prospect. I can tell you that. But it's the, it's the Royals in, in Kansas City, and yeah, Felix Jorge, pretty mediocre prospect. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a Twins pitching prospect. How excited can he really be? True. No. I mean, that's maybe not a fair stigma, but he's jumping from double A. Yeah. And he was not dominating double A. He had 61 strikeouts in 85 innings at double A. So uh, to me, that's a poor man, Sam Gavilio. <laughs> and I'm not excited about Sam Gavilio, but I at least trust him a little <laughs> bit more because he's done it. I guess, yeah, I'll, I'll join you in Gavilio just to, just to make a pick, but good yeah. God. It's a tough day. It's a tough day. That's, you know, it's not helpful analysis for us on Saturday, and I apologize for that, but I don't know what to go with here at all. I mean, if you want to spend money, you know, like Jose Barrios going to Kansas City is like, sounds great to me. You know, Carlos Carrasco going to Detroit, I'm fine with that. Obviously, Chris Sale, if you want to pay for an ace, you know, but I don't know. It, it's a tough, cheap day. You don't want Jeremy Hellickson getting the Mets. You don't care about that. You don't want Eddie Butler going to Cincinnati. I assume not. Chad no. Cool's been bad. Even against the Giants, I don't want that. Chad Cool's been It's wrong. a tough day. Hitters, then. This should be way easier, right? Who are you thinking about on the hitting side on Saturday? I just I can't believe you didn't mention Rich Hill going to San Diego. He's been so weird this year and kind of disappointing. If you want to roll those dice, there's big upside. I love that guy. There's tons of upside there. I would take that for sure. Uh, but I'm just kind of a sucker for Rich Hill. Also. Wasn't he your favorite player last year? He was super awesome last year. He was real fun. And this year he has a 4.6 ERA. Like, he's... Had some trouble. Of course, staying healthy and also, even when healthy, not doing that great. So, he's been better lately, and I'm not scared of the Padres. So, he could be okay, but I, I, I don't know. He, he's been tough, and he doesn't go deep in games. So, Matt, hitter side, it's July, so you can pick anybody you want. We're, we're flipping the page. Okay, I'm not going with any of our, you know, one of my favorites, but none of our, you know, mm-hmm. none of our, like, go-to guys. I'm, I'm keeping mine all in the quiver. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's going to Detroit. That means, and and they get to face Jordan Zimmerman again. He's he's in he's in the Lasco zone where he can kind of throw out hands in the season because he's been so bad against both sides equally. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I want to pick on him with lefties. Yes, I, I'm I'm going to toss my Bradley Zimmer in there at 15 as, as my C pick. He continues to be just fine too, especially against righties. Uh, Nine one three OPS against righties with all four of his home runs coming there. Mm-hmm. Eleven of his twelve walks. So. Also, six of his seven stolen bases. So yeah. Against against righties, he's a points machine. Against lefties, he's not. Yeah. They does they don't play him that much yet. They want to start easing him into doing it more, and they just haven't yet. So. True. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Next, my B pick at twelve percent on. Speaking of those Giants going to Pittsburgh, Chad Cool has been awful against lefties this year and the giants are super left-handed yes this is actually a case where you can make a case for building a giant stack yeah which you don't get to do very often no you don't so i'm thinking denard span i'm thinking brandon belt and i'm thinking 12 percent owned joe panic joe panic that's good that's a good decent points option there for it sure is. He, so far against ready's the season four of his five home runs seven five eight ops against not fantastic but i think there's points there and mm-hmm. maybe wouldn't shock me to see uh, Joe Panic put up the points that we're looking for against Chad Cool. Yep, I like that. Moving on to my A pick. I'm going to continue with the Cleveland outfield, but there is, in fact, a doubleheader on Saturday, and they get to face Matt Boyd as well, who is, in fact, left-handed. 
Yes. Don't, I'm not sure if you're aware, but our, our old friend Brandon Geyer is back. He is. He's in there. Austin Jackson went down, and now they have Brandon Geyer sliding right in. Yep. It's one mediocre outfielder goes down, another one takes his place. Yep. But they can both kind of hit lefties, so they're all set. Correct. And over the last, you know, from 2014 to 2016, 14 of his 20 home runs have come against lefties with an 875 OPS against, a 405 on base percentage against left handed yeah. pitching. So he's, he's lefties just right. Given the fact that it's a doubleheader, I cannot imagine. I, I, I have a hard time picturing him not sliding in there against Boyd. Mm-hmm. Either way, at zero percent owned, he's he's my my A pick there. I like that. That's a good zero percent pick. It's I like that pick. for sure. Yeah. All right, so I is my C pick picks or whatever. I want to pick on Matt Moore. He's been bad. He's been real bad against righties, and the Pirates have a few guys that can hit lefties. Josh Harrison is fifty two percent owned. I'm not taking him, but if you are in a DFS or whatever and you can afford him, put a star next to that. I'm into that. That'll be great. He's been good. He can match on lefties. He's right-handed. And then the cheap option there to hit in lefties is David Freeze, Dr. Freeze, which I've used him a few times this year, but it's July 1st. So eligible again for me, but I like those those guys getting Matt Moore. Matt Moore does not scare me. Above that, I saw Eric Skogland is going to be taking on the Twins, and I'm like, all right, I'm down to take on Eric Skogland. I'm not scared of him. That's also a doubleheader. It'll be the later game. Mm. That's when it's scheduled. And... The Twins, guys, that can hit lefties. You can take your Robbie Grossman's, which would be fine. He's been playing a little bit less lately, but when he's in, he can hit lefties. But I wrote down at 9% owned, Eduardo Escobar is an infielder they have that can get in there and can hit lefties okay. And I'm just not worried about Eric Scogland. I think that would be just fine. There's Twins to pick from. But above this, what I'm actually excited about is the guy I just had the other day, but Francisco Liriano gets the Red Sox. I want right-handed Red Sox guys. My B pick is Sandy Leone if he gets in because he can handle lefties. He's only 7% owned. He's a switch hitter, which is good against Liriano. But Sam Travis is still 1% owned, and he's not playing much. But when he gets in, it's against a lefty, and he can do damage. So I'm going right back to Sam Travis just a few days later. It's Francisco Liriano. I think that that's money. Absolutely. Be careful. That one. He's not... Take a look at his month-to-month stats. Sam Travis? No, Liriano. Oh, Fran- Liriano? You think he's figured it out, potentially? He's been okay lately, but he's still giving up homers. And... You know, he had that April where he was just completely useless, and now he's, mm-hmm. you know, slightly less useless. So it's not quite as tasty as it was in April. I'm sorry. Here's his earned runs going back through starts again. Two, five, two, three, two, seven so he's never really been lights out he's not being abysmal but the ra is still up well over five okay. i understand what you're saying not as juicy as it was but to me it's still just the split of how much he is not handling right-handed batters this year at all 881 ops all year and even if he's been better it's not like he's started shutting them down so True. i like sam travis at one percent and i like that lineup but you're right it's no chris tillman matchup if you are yeah and then sunday july 2nd again I struggled here of who to who to go with. Joe Biagini gets Boston. You don't want anything to do with that, even though he continues to be very okay. But you don't want him getting the Red Sox, I assume, at all. No. 
Your boy Mike Clevenger goes to Detroit, which usually I would not be that into, but this is kind of a thin day, and his ERA is 3.56. He continues to be just fine. He handled Texas last time. It's not a huge upside there, but he's kind of, as a fifth starter, getting it done so far, and Detroit's pretty average. I have Junior Guerra getting Miami, but he got blown up in Cincinnati last time out, and Did it's just well, been... No. He's coming back to earth a little bit. And I think that's an okay matchup, but I'm a little scared of how he's been lately. And our boy German Marquez, away from Coors, is kind of nice, except womp womp, he's going to Arizona. No thanks. So, on another day, I might like it more, but not here. The only other name I wrote down is Mike Fires, who, last time out, I told you how much I liked him. He allowed four runs on four hits and one walk. Because he left, he, and no home runs. He exited at five and two thirds after loading the bases, and the reliever immediately gave up a grand slam. So three of the four runs he allowed came right after he exited, and he's responsible for that. I understand. I'm just saying five and two thirds four runs was not as bad as it looked. And yeah, that's now six straight starts without allowing a home run. So Mike Fires, I'm into it. The problem is that he gets the Yankees, and they're terrifying. So. Maybe not this start for me before playing DFS or something, but Mike Fires is figuring it out. He's okay. So, yeah, unless you see something I'm totally missing here, it's kind of a rough day. I might have to take Mike Clevenger and go on to Detroit, which is not in any way exciting. But it's a Sunday, so maybe I can hope they're going to rest some of their guys. But did you see anything here? I mean, Dan Straley's going to Milwaukee, but one, they can hit, and two, he's actually way over-owned now. We can't pick him, so... Yeah, anything stick out to you on Sunday? I picked Hector Santiago. Okay. Going to Kansas City, and that's essentially me throwing my hands and saying, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, well, and Kansas City's not very good. He's been not great lately. He's been giving up homers, but if there's a place to, you know, break a streak of allowing home runs, it might be Kansas City on a Sunday. Mm. So, yeah, he has to look out for Whit Merrifield, but otherwise could be okay but yeah i agree i have no idea really what to do i'm taking my clevenger in detroit but i don't feel good about that either i mean there there are places you can spend you could take verlander against the indians would be okay i guess jose quintana gets the rangers i trust that okay taiwan walker gets the rockies in arizona i'm at least thinking about it i I don't know max scherzer goes to st louis it's going to be the ace that everybody's going to pay for so Julius Chassin at home. At home against the Dodgers in San Diego. Yeah, his insane, insane home road splits, which was... They're getting more ins- I think they're getting more insane. I think I told you... I tweeted that it was the maybe the loudest I'd heard you laugh on this show was when we looked those up. It is right now 1.83 at home. This is ERA. Pretty good. 9.08 away from Petco Park this year, Julius Chassin. That's so, over a run per inning. Yeah. Yeah. So he's at home against the Dodgers on Sunday, and he has a 1.83 ERA in eight starts at Petco this year. Are you considering that? It's the Dodgers. The Dodgers, I think I read, hit 50 home runs in June. Something like that. Like, Well, calendar string to, to July, so... That's true. If you're crazy, I don't think you're going to do it because it's too scary for a spreadsheet. But if you wanted to do that on Sunday because he's at home for like DFS or whatever, you wouldn't be that nuts. It's there's there's upside there, clearly. But no, thanks. I'm scared. I'm scared. (laughs) Matt, how about hitters for Sunday? Who are you thinking? Okay. My C pick at 26% owned, I'm rolling my friend and life coach Malik Smith out there against Kevin Gausman. 
Okay, I like that, for sure. Smith is, in fact, left-handed. Gausman, in fact, right-handed. Gausman is also headed toward the Lasco zone, where you kind of don't care about handedness, and you're just looking for, like, competent hitters. Yeah, he's... All those Orioles pitchers are remarkably horrendous, so... Yes. So, this is just, just me trying to, you know, nick a stolen base. Yeah. A guy you can kind of run on. In our tight, tight stolen base race. Yeah. Smith, so far, eight of his nine steals coming coming against righties. You know, no, no shock there. It's also his only, or his only home run has come, but he's got 11, 11 of his 12 walks also coming against righties. So yep. That's my he's hitting over 300, and he's stealing bases. I'm totally into that. Yeah, yeah. he is. I might. God, he might be my favorite player. <laughs> you just like Malik Smith right I, now, huh? I just, I honestly, no, I, I enjoy, you know, when he's in the base pass, he's super exciting. It's not, he's not like yeah. Trey Turner level where he's, you know, 10 seconds away from, you know, four stolen bases, but he's mm-hmm. fun to watch. He's a fun player. Yep. My B pick at 18% owned. Mm-hmm. The Mariners go to Los Angeles to face the, the Angels and Jesse Chavez. I want lefties there. In fact, I think I want Ben Gamble. Yeah, our boy Ben Gamble. Yep. Get him again because it's, uh, it's July, so he's eligible again. He's, in fact, left-handed, and he does tons of damage against righties. Yeah, he's going to be just fine. Yeah, he is. And Jesse Chavez, our boy, is, you know, that's special. Sadly. Yeah, sadly. A-pick, Julio Tehran going 2-0. Yes, not been good. ERA over 5 for the season, but in particular, he's been really awful against left-handed bats. Yeah. Oakland has some of them. Yes, he does. In particular, they have the choice, Matt Joyce. Yes. He has 10 homers. How many do you think have come against righties this year, Dylan? Probably all of them. All 10, yes. He has 31 RBIs. How many have come against righties this year, Dylan? 28. 31. All of them. They do not play him against lefties. He's he got can't do 33 it. walks. How many have come against lefties, Dylan? I'm 30... sorry, righties. I apologize. 32. 33. Oh, they literally just... Does not play against lefties slash has no success there, huh? He used 25 at-bats in the season against lefties and seven hits. Yeah. yeah. Could be worse, but yeah. Point is, whoops on righties. That's, like, the entire reason for his existence is to whoop on righties. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pro- he's my A-pick. He's at 1% owned. I freaking love that. I think it's... it's yeah. For what he's going to cost, he should be in every stack. He really should. Yeah. He'll be real good there. I like that. And, you know, the Atlanta bullpen's not in any way scary either. So into that. Matt, I'm picking against your Hector Santiago. I, I was jokingly was like, oh, he has to survive Whit Merrifield. I'm going to take Whit Merrifield. He's been fine. He's 19% owned. He hits lefties. They bat him near the top of the lineup. I'm fine with that. And a part of that is also to the Twins' bullpen. Is, you know, not special either. So, Whit Merrifield will be fine there. I looked at Phillies going to New York to get Rafael Montero and that ravaged, you know, Mets rotation and bullpen. I felt Montero's bad. They just need somebody who can throw a ball. So they're using him. And I want Daniel Nava, who has just... You picked him, you know, a few weeks ago. He's been killing righties, and he's only 0% owned. Nobody cares at all, because he's been so bad. So, yeah, I, I like Daniel Nava there, for sure. He'll, he'll bat lead off, and the Phillies in general aren't hitting righties very well, but he can. And then Matt, I'm sorry. I promise. I had Matt Joyce also as my A pick. It's yeah, it's a slam dunk. I'm, I'm, it's I'm gotta not, be. I'm not shocked. It's gotta be. I was right there with you. Yeah, it's one uh, percent. I like it against Julio Teran for sure. So, yeah, some some rough days this weekend, but we have picks and places to go with all of them for sure. Uh, okay, Matt, tell me about being gutted and about these softball playoffs. <sighs> 
all right. So game one of the playoffs started at 5.30. And honestly, we, we've been kind of like buzzing about it like all week. Like mm-hmm. of all of the outcomes I saw, I did not see this one as a possibility. Okay. And what happened was this. We were down early. We came back, roared back with uh, and took a 9-4 to four lead. Okay. Okay. And that's when things got weird. Uh-oh. Our shortstop developed cramps when he, he was running out. Catch a pop-up, developed cramps in his calf. Oh, yikes. Had to exit the game. Yikes. Thankfully, you know, we, we have a deep enough roster where we can have somebody come off the bench and actually go out and play the field. Our first baseman had to slide over to short. I had to slide over to first, and the uh, other guy went out, ran out to the outfield. Thankfully, nothing came my way that inning because I was... Perfect. I would much rather have played short than first base. Anyway. Yeah. So we're heading into the bottom of the last inning, and our team is still kind of rattled. Our shortstop tried to gut his way through it, and we just the team essentially fell apart in the last inning, and we got walked off. Oh, no. We, I believe the final was 10-9, to 9, but I was I, we were all too shell-shocked to really count. It's a heartbreaker. And not only that, it all came with one out. So we, we got the first out. And then yeah. there were a couple, I misplayed a ball in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually hit off the tip of my glove. And oh boy. Yeah, that sucked. Um, especially since I, I had one earlier in the game where I kind of snow coned it. Mm-hmm. You know, I made the catch, but it was, you know, let's just say I, I almost didn't make the catch. And then when it mattered, I actually didn't make the catch. And I was, I was annoyed by that. Yeah. And then just, we just had a, f- a few walks, you know, and our wacky walk rules just, just bit us. And we just, whatever reason, just could not keep them off the board, could not get a ball in play, couldn't get a ball to a first baseman to get an out. Yeah. Yeah. It just snowballed and it was absolutely gutting. That's a bummer. Do you play a third place game or no? Thankfully, no. Yeah, you're glad. Good to be done. No, we um our shortstop was was banged up. I actually on my second hit of the game, humble brag, I <laughs> I pulled my hamstring. Yeah. And everybody else was freaking exhausted. Like our pitcher was like, you should like when he came off the mound that last inning, he was just like totally shell shocked. Like yeah, you, you probably could have robbed him and he wouldn't have noticed. I mean, just, yeah, we're not ready for another game. No, we were no, I no, we were. We were just, just the way, you know, just because we, we had it, you know, it was like you know, a five run lead with two and two outs away and we've been playing yeah. so well. That's a rough way to end so. your season for sure. But do you feel like your team will probably play again next year then? Fall league starts in August, buddy. Oh, there you go. Perfect. And you guys seem to have a good experience with it. Oh, yeah. No, we had a great experience with it. I you know, I think I think if, if you were to ask the team, I think they would all want to come back. And I, I know I'm, you know. I'm ready to come back like tomorrow. So and mm-hmm. I, have, I have a pulled hamstring. Yeah. So I, well, yeah. Sorry, your season ended that way, but finishing third, tied for third, it's not so bad either. So the other problem is, I was like just starting to figure it out at the plate. Like for this game, <laughs> I, I, no, I was I was two for yeah. two. I was two for two with it with a walk. And yeah. You know, and and both of you know both of the hits were totally solid. Like it, it like they felt great coming off the bat. They went, mm-hmm. you know, freaking line drive, you know, spraying line drives. And I finally feel like I figured things out at the plate. Like I'm, I'm, I'm where I need to be to like produce. And now you're worried about the layoff. Now you're like, uh oh, nah. You know, well, <laughs> you're, you're my, fine. My, August is not far. My ancient body probably needs the layoff to recover, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was a brutal. It was a tough loss. It really was. Yeah. Like it was like anything more important than like a corporate softball league. I'd be like legitimately inconsolable but mm-hmm. it's just a corporate softball like it's not the end of the world the sun will rise tomorrow so that's good that's good and it sounds like your team had fun so well we did yeah, no, no, well, i think i think everybody came with a, with a great experience it, 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 awesome enough to do it again apparently it'll be cool 
I, th- I think we want to, we want to avenge our, ourselves. I don't think the way we went out, I think, you know, played into that. I think we, we, we all know that we were kind of better than that, that we, we, mm-hmm. we it should have been us playing Pepsi wild cherries in the final. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here for the weekend? Nothing that jumps to mind. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, that should do it for us. Mm. Matt and I will be back on Monday before 4th of July. Schedule mm. remain as normal. And Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. He is back. I am on Twitter at Higgins FOS. And as always, we like to hear from you guys. It's what kind of keeps us doing the show. We awesome. dig it. So, all right. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.